a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources on KSL News Radio. That squeal is from uh, producer Kellyanne in the booth. We are celebrating today the uh, birthday of both Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse, of course. Uh, they both get to share the birthday today. Uh, 92 years young uh, for Mickey and Minnie Mouse. Uh, but, of course, uh, they have become such a, an integral part of our pop culture uh, on so many different levels. Uh, but, of course, it was that original introduction. Uh, as you heard the whistle there, Steamboat Willie uh, was the original uh, airing of, of that. And, uh, of course, as you look at uh, what has happened with Mickey Mouse uh, ever since and uh, Walt Disney and all things Disney that have followed uh, it really is an extraordinary story, but uh, it, it really does beg the question, uh, out of all the animated things that have been produced over the years, why why Mickey Mouse? Why has Mickey Mouse uh, connected in such unique ways uh, to the psyche of so many people around the world? Uh, it really is phenomenal. Uh, there was a great uh, piece today uh, by uh, Jocelyn Bullman, uh, who talked about seven reasons why uh, we love celebrating Mickey Mouse. And uh, you may wonder why we're talking about Mickey Mouse uh, on a program like this. Uh, to me, there's a lot of great principles contained in Mickey Mouse that I think are, are good for the soul and are good uh, for the republic. And, you know, one of those is, is just that, uh, you know, Mickey Mouse always was full of a boundless imagination. Uh, and often we think, when we think of Walt Disney, of course, we think of just this incredible, uh, uncorked imagination that brought so many things into reality. And I think a lot of us appreciate that about Mickey Mouse, uh, that uh, he had that boundless imagination. There was no challenge that was too big. There was no setback that was too daunting. Uh, there was nothing that was just uh, too impossible uh, for Mickey and company to engage and ultimately figure out a solution for. And so Mickey Mouse does continue to be that symbol of creativity and ingenuity, imagination, what is possible. And I think that also connects us to our childhood uh, for so many of us, uh, so many great memories uh, of that uh, growing up. Uh, I also think that as we look at, at Mickey Mouse and look at the whole Walt Disney empire, uh, I do think the mouse, if we can call Mickey the mouse, I think that's legal. I'm, I'm just checking for cues here from Ke Kellyanne on uh, what is kosher in terms of the Mickey Mouse uh, rhetoric here. Uh, but he, he really does have that, that unique connection to all of us, uh, regardless of age, regardless of, of social economics, all of those things. Uh, Mickey Mouse just resonates in this really unique way. And we, we need a little more of that. I think especially in the midst of a pandemic, I, I think one of the things that many people, I've talked to many people who are just eyeing, okay, when is, when is Disneyland open? Okay. That's going to, that's going to be the signal that all will be right in the world. Uh, when, uh, when Disneyland's fully open, when Mickey Mouse is standing there welcoming people at the front, uh, those are all uh, really good positive things. Uh, I, I've had uh, some interesting encounters, uh, with, 
uh, Disney uh, over the years. Uh, back in the days when I was doing a lot of leadership training, uh, I did leadership training for Disney, uh, both in uh, California and also in Florida. And it was just a really unique experience uh, because they because of their commitment to the mouse and all that the mouse represents. Uh, but the the one thing that has always struck me uh, the most is this commitment to creating an experience for people. Uh, the The Magic Kingdom is the Magic Kingdom because there are there's an army of people uh, who are willing to do whatever it takes to ensure that experience happens. Uh, if you missed our last segment, we were uh, chatting with Lee Lonsbury about staffing a member of Congress uh, or staffing a governor or staffing a president. Uh, and really your job is to create experiences for people, for the constituents, uh, for the people that you serve. And Disney does that better than anyone. Uh, in fact, when you go into the uh, employee training center there in Florida, uh, it is chiseled above the door. Uh, the guests, because they don't have customers, they have guests. That's part of the experience, part of the culture that they've created there. But the guests only see magic. <clears throat> the guests only see magic. And everybody is committed to making that happen. From the person taking the tickets to my favorite, uh, the street sweepers. Uh, the street sweepers uh, have the toughest test to pass in Disney because the street, the street sweepers have to know everything that's going on. Because if, if I'm... You know, at the park with my family and I lose my wallet with my credit cards and cash uh, and I become stressed, the Magic Kingdom no longer exists. And most likely, almost certainly, the first person I'm going to run into is a street sweeper because they're everywhere in the park. And when I rush up to that street sweeper and say, you know, I've lost my wallet, my credit cards, and I'm in a panic, that street sweeper already knows exactly what to do. The street sweeper will say, Mr. Matheson, just take a deep breath. We deal with this 675 times a day. Let me tell you what we're going to do. I'm going to send your wife and kids. They're going to send them over to Space Mountain. You're going to come with me. We'll make three phone calls. All your credit cards will be canceled, reissued. There'll be a package waiting for you when you exit the park later on today. And then we're going to meet everybody over at Thunder Mountain for some ice cream. And the magic rolls on because everyone is committed to those principles. And to me, that's the magic of Disney. And it's the magic of culture in any organization. It's the magic of culture in our communities. If we're all committed to creating positive experiences for anybody who comes into our neighborhood, you're going to have a pretty cool neighborhood. If you're a, if you're a business and you want every customer to have the most extraordinary experience and you're committed to that no matter what, you're going to have a great business and lots of opportunities to expand and grow. Uh, but the reverse of that is also true. Uh, as we were talking about with Lee Lonsberry earlier about staffing in Senate offices or congressional offices, when you suddenly end up with a group of staffers who are more worried about their own self-interests or their selfish interests uh, than they are serving the member or the constituents, you got a problem. Uh, when you have an organization that is more concerned about having meetings to have meetings to have meetings, or everyone's concerned about positioning themselves or building their own little kingdom, uh, you've got a culture problem. 
And when you have people who only want to show up when the lights are shining brighter, when the cameras are rolling, or when the you know member is making a grand entrance into the room, uh, that's not a good team. Uh, and those teams won't prevail in the hard days, in the difficult days. Uh, and so we have opportunities to do all of that, uh, whether we're doing it in our families, our neighborhoods and communities, in our businesses, uh, or great places like Disneyland. The principles are always the same. And my one rule that Mickey Mouse absolutely gets, and that is if you want to be the hero, you can't be the hero. If you want to be the one to actually get something done, you're willing to roll up your sleeves, do the hard work and heavy lifting far away from the cameras and the spotlights, then you get to be the hero. And Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse are just that. Lesson for you from Disneyland today. I'm Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. Thanks for joining us on KSL's Inside Sources today. And as always, as you go out into the world, make sure you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that makes a difference. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.